All right. Hey guys, welcome back to the Very Really Good Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. It's uh, episode 119. All right. It looks a little different if you're watching the video. Okay. Um, I moved. Fucking moved. And uh, that's why the room looks different because it's a different room. Um, I didn't move my room. I didn't just move my spare room into a different house. I entirely moved houses. So I'm in a new spot. Um, so I'm sorry. It's a little backlit right now. I didn't have time to put my curtains up. Um, and it's a little echoey in here too, but I think this mic should, it should be fine. It sounds, it's still, it's still going to sound crispy and, uh, and, uh, and, and toasty, crispy and toasty. You're going to be like, Hold on, is this Curtis's voice, or did I just put a piece of bread in the toaster, and am I rubbing my knife against it? Huh? Who knows? Who's to say what you're listening to? Um, but we're fe- I'm feeling good, man. Uh, moving fucking sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. I, um, you never know. You always forget how much crap you have until you move, you know? And, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it was no fun. We had like it was it was weird because we had a. Uh, we had like two weeks. No, we had like three weeks. No, two weeks to move, and uh, we're like that's plenty of time. You know, we'll take a bunch of trips, bring stuff over before the big move. You know, before we because we like got some movers to like move our big stuff, um, but not enough time. <laughs> Just still rushing, still stressing all the time. Uh, it's never enough time. You know. You could give me four years to move and I'd be like, and, I, and I'd be fucking chilling for three years and, and fucking 11 months. <laughs> like, well, I got time, you know? Yeah, but whatever, we did it, you know, procrastinating. Uh, it sucks, but we made it. And dude, of course, I, I, I chose to, to make the most like labor, uh, labor intensive. Is that what I'm trying to say? Labor, I was going to say labor inducing. Is that like when you push on a pregnant girl's stomach? That's labor inducing. I had the most labor inducing video. It was all about get, making girls pregnant. Or never mind. Not making girls pregnant. <laughs> oh, that's something else. That's a different kind of video. And I didn't do that. <laughs> YouTuber who's like, all right, guys, today we're going to be making girls pregnant. And that's, well, that's just. I just think that's just pornography. You can't do that on YouTube. Um. Anyways, um. No, I had the most like labor, uh, intensive video that I've like ever made. I was like, yeah, let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's make the hardest video I've ever had to make during the most stressful time you can ever go through with and f- while moving. So the last. Three, two or three weeks were insane, man. It was like scripting for a couple days, like moving stuff every other day and then filming and then editing and holy fuck, man. (laughs) It feels good to actually like be in uh, the new place, man. feels good. And I got this big thing behind me, this big, this big shelf. I got some cool stuff, cool stuff on there. Uh, I mean, you can't really see it because it's so far away, but I don't know. I want to, it'll gradually change, you know, the background to be like a more like podcast setup, you know, um, and it'll be sick. I'm excited, but the video, thanks for all the support on the new video. If I guess, if you guys haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it. Cause I'm going to be talking about it. Um, spoiling it. If you, so uh, spoiler alert, um, Hey, s- spoil, spoiler alert. Why do I not have an alarm sound on this fucking, uh, on this, uh, on this soundboard, huh? What am I doing, bro? Okay, sure. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Pretend that's an alarm sound. Damn, I'm blowing it, dude. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> We're talking about my new video, like it's a fucking Marvel movie, dude. Spoilers. Attention, spoilers. Um... So yeah, I put a spoiler on the back of my car for my new video. No. Uh, so my video is called I Became a Country Boy. And uh, dude, I had so much fun making it. 
it was it was awesome. I had a good time. Um, so basically, the end of the, the the whole idea of it was, you know, I've been talking about country boys. I make a fun of them for so long, um, but I want to put my money where my mouth is, you know. Um, so I so I became a country boy. I recreated some TikToks. I dressed like a country boy, and then. You know, I, I got to it that I was, you know, I can, the only way to become a country boy, because I can't be like a real one. I can't, dude, I can't like, I can't like lift bales of hay, dude. Someone asked me to lift a bale of hay. I'm, I'm bailing. I'm bailing. I'm running away. I'm saying, hey, and then I'm bailing. Okay. I'm saying, hey, no. And then I'm bailing. Okay. And, um, the only horse in my life is, uh, oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> The only horse in my life is the the movie Sea Biscuit with Tobey Maguire. So the video ended with me being like, "I gotta write a country song." So I wrote a country song. I put it out. It's called Blood Related. Uh, the idea of <laughs> dude, should we do a genius? Should I do a genius breakdown? I'll do that right now on the podcast. Where's the theme song? Here we go. So we'll go to the blood related genius page because someone put the lyrics on genius, which is nice. Um, so let's go through the song. <laughs> we'll do the song. We'll do a genius breakdown of the lyrics. Um, okay. So it starts off. Well, I just got done on my old man's farm and I walked on into town. Um, saw a girl with the bleach blonde hair and her boots right on the ground. Uh, you know, that's just about, that song, that part's just about, you know, you, after a long day of work on, on your dad's farm, you know, uh, hail, uh, hailing bay, bailing hay, bailing jays, a mocking jay, hunger games, mocking jay. Uh, you, you know, you walk into town, you see, you're not, who knows what's going to happen, but then you see a girl, you know, this, this, this didn't happen to me, but I feel like it, it would. Uh, and then the next line, so I grabbed a couple ice cold beers from the fridge and I opened them with my feet. Um, you know, God, you know, they talk about, um, you know, creationism, you know, God's design, right? What is that called? Perfect design, some divine, I don't know what it's called. You know, <laughs> fucking when the, you know, when Christian people are like bananas are perfect, you know? Because banana, you think a banana would just happen? No, God made a banana because you can peel it and you can hold it, you know? Whatever, dude, fuck it. Anyways, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting at is God gave us legs to open beers with. Uh, <laughs> that is what Jesus did. Um, that was like the worst part. That's why like uh, Jesus being crucified was so like heartbreaking because like they, they nailed his legs to the cross so he couldn't use them to open a beer. And that's why he was going through so much pain. That's fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to offend anybody, any Christian people, but I am just telling it like it is. Um, but the, the next line is, let me tell you something about this girl. She just, she's the sweetest thing you'll ever meet. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. So chorus, she's a ye to my ye, the ground to my beef. She's a girl of all my dreams, but there's just one thing about her that I just can't believe. Um, so yeah, this is saying like, you know, you can't have a ye without a ye. You can't have a, you know, ground without beef. So, you know, she's my other half, right? Um, but then, you know, I'm, I'm alluding to something that there, she's perfect. She's the perfect girl, except for just one thing, you know? Um, when I look in those eyes, it ain't no surprise. She's the most Southern girl I've dated. Um, and, you know, usually when, when you go through a list of like the people you've dated, right? Um, the only way people really rank them is how, how Southern they are, you know, how, 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 um, how in tune, how in tune they are to their, uh, you know, to their Southern, uh, roots, I guess, you know, I, that's how I've always done it. That's how you should, I'm assuming how you all do it. Right. But there's only one thing wrong with this woman. We're not blood related. Um, so this goes with the meme that, you know, country people are all, you know, um, okay. And then the next verse, my friend, this is so stupid. My friend, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, my friends say I'm crazy for loving you, but I don't know what else to do. 
You got a lip full of dip and a heart full of love. You're sweeter than Mountain Dew. Code Red. Um, I mean, I'll say it right now. Mountain Dew Code Red is the best Mountain Dew flavor. And that's fine. And it's all good. Okay? That's why they call it the Code Red. Because when they made Mountain Dew Code Red, the one guy was like, he was, he was so... He was so um, just like baffled by the flavor that he, he sound the alarm. How come there's two? I needed an alarm sound twice already in the podcast. That never happens. I've never needed an alarm sound effect. And now fucking 13 minutes in, I've needed it twice. Sound the alarm. Um, I'd stand in a circle of fire for you and let a bull chase after me. But how are we supposed to start a family if we ain't family? And that's kind of my, you know, that's the most heart gut wrenching part of this song. You know, it's like he wants to, he wants to be with this girl so bad, but you know, how, you know, how are you supposed to start a family if you aren't already family? Right. It's just, when I wrote that, I got shivers. I got chills. Because it's, you know, it's it's November and it's, I wrote this in October and it's starting to get pretty cold and the window is open, but still. Chorus, switch it up a bit. You know, she's a yeet of my hob, the seed of my saw. She's everything I need, except she's not my sister or my cousin at the very least. <laughs> ah, it's just, it's just funny. <laughs> and this is actually interesting. Okay, so Genius says, like a worm on my daddy's fish pole. My lyrics that I sang was like a worm on my daddy's fish boat. But I understand why it sounds like pole. But I actually like pole better. You know, that's kind of like, still kind of, you know, erotic, you know. Fish pole. That sounds like a fish dick. <laughs> um, yeah, like a worm on my daddy's fish pole. You got me hooked and my breath is baited. So, you know, when you wait with baited breath, you're like, what's going on? What's going to happen? And then you got me hooked. Right, so you're hooked like a you're you're hooked like a, you're like you're on a daddy's fishbowl like your bait and your breath is baited like your bait. So I got bars there, bro. I got country bars. Hey, yeah, barkeep, can I get uh yeah, can I get a Mountain Dew? Can I get a Mountain Dew and a fucking Bud Light? I got I'm at a country bar. I got country bars, dude. Uh, but there's still only one thing wrong with this girl. Still not blood related. Um. So this is the the bridge. Well, folks. We got to talking, one thing led to another. And if I want this girl to be family, I guess I just got to marry her brother. You know, kind of a little uh, loophole, you know? Um, so then we can now be family if I, because I married her brother. Um, and now this chorus is now I'm singing to the, to, to the brother who I've fallen in love with. You know, I just, at first I just wanted to marry him to be with the girl, but it turns out I'm in love with him. You know, it's beautiful. He's a skin to my buck, the wheels of my truck. He's my sweet home on the range. And there ain't one thing about him that I would ever change. You know, so he's the perfect man. Uh, and honey, I know it might take a while for you to get situated, but I'm in love with your brother, even though we're now blood related. So uh, that's the song. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> all jokes aside, I'm pretty proud of it. I mean, I, uh, Brandon made a fucking sick artwork for it. Um I got the the beat online from some website. Danny helped me out with uh, where to find this beat. And, uh, you know, my friend Dylan Cozart, who made the, the jingles for the podcast, he mixed and mastered the song, made it sound so good. And guys, we got on the charts. We're on the charts, dude. The highest I saw that I got, it peaked at like number four on the country charts. And it, on the regular charts, it got to like 20, I think. I was above like... WAP, dude. I beat wet ass pussy, bro. You kidding? Got that country ass pussy. Cap, no cap. <laughs> C A P. That's cap, but no cap. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I'm a country. I'm a country artist now. Uh, I'm gonna add that to my uh my resume, my Twitter bio. That's so fucking crazy, man. I remember when. I put out my comedy album in like 2016. I got onto the comedy charts. Um, cause I, and because like, no, I would, 
I got on the comedy charts because like I was the only person who put out a comedy album that day because not many people put out comedy albums. So it wasn't that hard. Like, like honestly, like one of you guys could put out a comedy album and if like 10 people listen to it, you're going to be on the charts. Um, but no, this one was like, I didn't really expect it to get on the country charts at all. But then I woke up the day after my video went out, it was like 197 out of 200 on the charts. And then, you know, I was fucking Justin Biebering it. I was Biebering the fucking song, you know, being like, download it, download it, buy it, save it, stream it. I should have FaceTimed fans and been like, you buy my song? Did you? Um, but yeah, it got up to number four, dude. And I'm stoked. <laughs> I really hope it gets on Billboard. I think I'll have to, they're like a week behind, right? The Billboard charts. I don't know. Maybe I'll get an email from them. Because I think that's what happened with my comedy album. I don't know. And then maybe I'll get invited to the CMT Awards. Fuck. Fuck. I want to make more music, though. It's really fun. And now that... Because I, I was always worried about, like... I can't produce. I can't make music. Right? But, you know, I could just buy a beat um, from someone. And then use that. And then write, you know... Like, writing the song was, I don't know. It felt good, you know? It felt good to, like... I've talked about this before, but whenever I do, like, commentary videos, like, I am making something new. I know that. But I always feel like, am I, like... Am I funny without, uh, like, things to comment on, right? Am I just funny by myself? Um, so that felt good to, like, make something that was, like, completely, like, new and fresh and um, and just funny, man. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm stoked that... Uh, People are enjoying the video and the song. Um, my hope is that like a country boy somewhere like flipped on the uh, fucking charts and was like, let's listen to this. <laughs> um, I did not expect to do a full fucking genius review. We're already 21 minutes in. Um, fuck. Okay, guys. Well, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, uh, it's election day. And if you're listening to this the morning it comes out, uh, go vote, please, if you haven't, and if you are able to, um, because holy moly, I don't want to turn this in. I don't. I. You can literally talk about. You can go find people talking about the the election anywhere, and I don't want to like add to that because I don't fucking. All I'm saying is, do not vote for Donald Trump. Settle, don't, yeah, vote, settle for Biden, okay? I know he's not the best candidate. Far from it. But he's, he's light years better than Donald Trump, dude. My fucking, the, my fucking, the hair on my balls would be a better president than that guy. Straight up. If, if the, if the, if, if the, if they were like, all right, so the, we've counted all the, the, the <laughs> we've counted all the votes. And the winner of the 2020 U.S. election is Curtis Connors' ball hair. You know what? I, I'd be okay with that. I think a lot of people would be okay with that. All right? But yeah, all I'm saying is, is vote and whatever happens. God, I fucking hope he isn't reelected. If you want to see me <laughs> come to your city, vote for Joe Biden. But if Trump gets reelected, Europe, I'm only doing stand-up in Europe. Uh, and that's fine. But yeah, it says polls close at uh, from 6 to 8 p.m., depending on what state you live in. So get out early. Go. Please vote if you're able to. You may think that your vote doesn't count because there's so many people, but please trust me, it does. Holy shit, it does. And it feels good, you know? It feels good to vote, you know? Oh, fuck. Well, I think it's time we talk about some current events that aren't uh, about the fucking election. So let's get some, let's go, let's head over to Jacob for the Curtis Corner. Let's get this sound effect, I mean, fucking theme song going. Hello, Jacob. I'm recording the news from my bed today. Oh, yeah. I have a back injury. Yeah. What, uh, can you, can you explain what happened to your back? Your <laughs> yeah, bedroom? it's not as serious as it sounds. I think, um, I pulled a muscle 
And then the inflammation gave me like a pinched nerve or something. Oh. Yeah. So you're just so bedridden. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Standing isn't the most viable (laughs) (laughs) position for me to be in. Um, So I'm on muscle relaxers, vibing out. You're like in your own quarantine within a quarantine. Your own lockdown, really. You can't, you're confined to your bed. It's like, what can I do at this point? (laughs) Well, you know, I might not have it great right now, but I don't have it as bad as some people do. That's true. The the LA Times recently put out a piece on adults who are experiencing (laughs) uh, Disneyland withdrawals. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I just, I just wonder if you have any words of wisdom for for these um, fine men and women. Yeah, for these adu- for these um and these are and these are adults, correct? These are yeah, specifically <laughs> this is about adults. Okay. Um and there are people who see uh Disneyland slash Disney World as a safe space that they haven't had access to in a while. Oh my god. Honestly, they I I, I think Disney should ban these people specifically. <laughs> if they should put out <laughs> How like, do you how do you know when it's one of these people if you're Disney? I mean, they all, dude, <laughs> looking at these photos, even if they weren't Actually, dressed yeah, up, <laughs> even if they weren't dressed like they were, you could tell that they're like Disney super fans. Actually, there's a, a pretty interesting part of this article that I did not know about. Um, are you familiar with Disney bounding? With what? Disney bounding? The term Disney bounding refers to. Adults dressing in subtle costumes to look like Disney characters because it's actually a rule at Disneyland that if you're over 14, you can't wear a costume. (laughs) (laughs) You can't enter the park in a costume. Oh, because people will think that you like work there or something? It must be either that people think you work there or that you could maybe be hiding a weapon inside your costume or something. Okay. Yeah, like if you dress like aladdin and you have like a sword or like peter pan and you have his little knife <laughs> and it's like is that just the guy with a little knife <laughs> yeah or is it the real <laughs> peter pan i'm not sure <laughs> Captain imagine Mo. you try to take a picture with peter pan at disneyland you get shanked <laughs> <laughs> there's captain hook with an actual hook hand terrorizing the guests <laughs> so yeah i, I guess I guess you would know when one of these Disney fans is coming through the park. Okay. So it's just like, so they're subtly dressing up like characters? Yeah. <laughs> so they, I guess That's they put some examples works. in this article. Um, like, here's a guy who's dressed up as Snow White just by wearing khakis, a blue sweater, and a little red bandana around his neck. So he gives off sort of the okay. impression of Snow White. Okay, I mean... And he's white also, yeah. so that helps. <laughs> His skin is snow yeah. white. <laughs> I think... Well, that doesn't s- scream snow white to me. That screams, I teach drama. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's not... Like, there is no uh, other what? way he has any other occupation than that. He is a, He is a seventh grade drama teacher. Yeah, and I'm sure that Disney bounding probably increases his popularity among his students. Absolutely. Dude, I, I just, used to teach middle school, and I'm sure that school? I would have been. Yeah, I did, actually. Wow. Um, and I bet if I Disney bounded to class every day, <laughs> the kids would have loved it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just... So, like, do these people go to Disneyland every day? Like, every day? Oh yeah, that's uh, every so day that's weird. possible. I mean, whatever floats your boat. But I mean, I mean, absolutely grow up. You know, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> just grow up a little bit. I guess if you have the time and the money, then yeah, you're at a place where all the power to who's going to stop you? Yeah, yeah. Disney bound all you want. Di- I'm dude, get. <laughs> I'm getting Disney bound and gagged, bro. I don't care. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> hot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe if 
you are experiencing Disneyland withdrawals, then perhaps it's a positive thing for mm-hmm. you to have some sort of distance from the activity, you know? Yeah, you know, it's like a forced, like, intervention, I guess. Forced, um, like, forced <laughs> rehab, I guess. <laughs> you know, you're getting, you're you getting separated from your uh, the thing you, you're addicted to. Yeah, right. You're going kind of cold turkey. They didn't give you any chance to kind of wean yourself off. Yeah. Dude, it's also so fucking insensitive and tone deaf to be like, this is really hard on me because I can't (laughs) go to Disneyland every day. Right. Like some people have pinched nerves. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Even if Disneyland was open, you couldn't go. (laughs) Right. I can't. Crawl my way into Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, they they think you're <laughs> little Ariel, and then you get kicked out. <laughs> I'm yeah. They'd say that costume is too accurate. Sir. Yeah, you're crawling on the ground like a a fucking beached mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel beached right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, the the news doesn't the news doesn't get any less weird than that. We sort of started on our uh, our most normal foot. Okay, good. But now we're we're gonna take things to. Uh, I I I don't really know what to call this <laughs> article of clothing. I guess the article calls it a a male night dress. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I selected this story just because the picture of the guy was really making me laugh. So if you're <laughs> listening on audio. <laughs> It's um, just imagine a guy (laughs) really enthusiastically modeling a nightgown, but it's in the style of just a Henley t-shirt because it's for boys. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Henley t-shirt that doesn't stop when it reaches the waist. It's so so funny because like that's you could just wear a big Henley. (laughs) You know, it's that's what that is. But then your little arms wouldn't fit into <laughs> yeah, the <true>. big holes. <laughs> this guy is also like fairly jacked. Yeah. Yeah, he's And in the photo, he's pulling the nightgown in such a way and I know it's to not have a dick bulge. <laughs> <laughs> what if his balls were just hanging out the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> I do you wear underwear with a nightgown? I don't think you do, right? <laughs> what was the, sort what would of be the like, point? Um, I I don't know. I, if I were wearing a nightgown, I would want to be free. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like wearing underwear underneath your underwear. Right. It, also, this is already big underwear. <laughs> also, I love in the first photo, he's so confident, and then you scroll down to the the other one to like show his backside and he looks so like timid (laughs) it's because he knows his angles the first one he looks good the second one i mean look no man looks good (laughs) photographed from behind with standing in sort of a hunch with their knees close together it's just like yeah it's (laughs) it's not a flattering position it's a very vulnerable uh pose yeah as a as a male dress wearer myself, yeah, um, I don't know about this one, dude. We gotta <laughs> so unflattering. I'll I'll order these for us, and then on the on one of the podcasts, we'll we'll wear them. Yo, I would love that. That'd be. So I definitely funny. will wear one, and then we'll give um, <laughs> and then we'll give a review. Can we recreate these photos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very down. Have our fucking cool. well. Once you're able to stand up again, right? Yeah. Imagine this guy doing these photos, but from bed, looking <laughs> mildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how you got to sell a garment. If you're selling a, a t-shirt, if and like take the photo on a model who's like in pain. In imagine bed. if like you saw an H and M ad and the guy just had like a big <laughs> arm cast. Yeah. <laughs> With like some signatures on it. Yeah. There's like a ketchup stain on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I want to see shirts in the natural environment that yeah. I'm gonna be wearing them in. If there's like a picture of a sock, but it's just like 
it's like crusty and like full of jizz because someone was just <laughs> jerking it in it. <laughs> Do you think they, this is an interesting idea, a sock that's made for jerking into. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a pretty good idea, actually. If they yeah, make, I kind of fuck with that. They make it like, you make it like softer, maybe. Um, softer, and then I would say at the very end, mm-hmm. like at the toe of the sock, there's like a filter, like a changeable filter. <laughs> so Yeah. Like biodegradable. Right. If That's... someone can develop technology for a sock that won't get crusty. Yeah. We'll bring that into a fucking shark tank. Because I'm pretty much buying a new pair of socks like every few hours at this point. <laughs> oh, no. you know? Okay. Well, <laughs> I think that, that might be a you problem if it's... If no, no, I frequent. think that's most people. I, I think most people, like, <laughs> all their socks get crusty. It's like... Especially if you're in bed all day. crunchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, there's only so much I can do from right <laughs> Oh, no. Well, we should look into that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move on to... Uh, so, I'm sure a lot of people have seen Kim Kardashian's dead dad hologram that yeah Kanye which West is a, a wild sentence to say it's a wild sentence and there's a lot to say about this that most people have already discussed so i'd like to just focus in on one thing in particular <laughs> okay um the hologram robert kardashian in hologram yeah. form says and i assume this is a script written by kanye oh. he says that um he says, sometimes I drop hints that I'm around, like when you hear someone make a big pee or when you make a big pee Okay. This is at the beginning, right? Yeah, this is pretty much at the jump. Okay, I'm going to play it really quick. You're 40 and all grown up. Oh, it's so scary. You look beautiful, just like when you were a little girl. I watch over you and your sisters and brother and the kids every day. Sometimes I drop hints that I'm around, like when you hear someone make a big pee or when you make a big pee Okay, so pee So, yeah. What I want to get to the bottom of is, what is a pee Right, is it a, is it a verb, a noun, when you make a pee <laughs> Or to pee What? To, yeah. To make a pee or to pee So it seems like it can function as a verb or a noun. Right. Do We We do have an urban dictionary definition. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Urban dictionary says it's a pussy fart. <laughs> now, <laughs> no. in, in Robert's defense, I don't know if... That was written after the video came out. Or, you know, it's possible yeah. that Peefy means something different to them. But I hope I hope so. When a if it's something a person can make. You make a big Peefy? Yeah. It only leaves us with so much information. You know. Right. Like it Yeah, it's not like a Peefy is like a like a sandwich or something, right? <laughs> When yeah, it doesn't feel to me like a pee is a solid object. It feels like it's a bodily function. Or, yeah, like an act of pee right? <laughs> yeah. I, I have to assume it's not a queen. <laughs> that can't be a queen. <laughs> why? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how rich people function. If it's right. like, if they just get bored and they pee around each other. And then, and then, well, hold, yeah. So her dad is, let's entertain the fact that it is a queef. Yeah. So her dad, <laughs> so when someone else makes, <laughs> someone, someone else queefs, that's her dad? <laughs> For that to be the case, it would have to be like other vagina clad people that she's hanging out with right are queefing at least fairly regularly around her 
And when they do, a tear comes to her eye. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I mean, okay, there's so many things going through my head right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> when someone else queefs or when she peefies, right? That's the dad. Yeah, yeah so, it can also happen when it. So <laughs> that's him speaking. So he, so his ghost, him in the afterlife, he's just making people queef. That is the craziest th- way to haunt someone. I think it's also important to note that, um, like, a, a queef isn't like a fart where you just right have to. Yeah, it happens in specific situations. Right. Which, like, why would the dad be present in those situations <laughs> and have any sort of control over them? Right. Yeah. Unless he's making it so that it is like a regular fart. Can he right. make, like, I guess, <laughs> is his power so strong that he can make you and I queef? <laughs> is Kanye queefing? Is Kanye, is Kanye queefing? Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. Like- I'm going to let you finish, but Kim Kardashian's dad is making me queef. I'm going to let you (laughs) pee-fee. When when I was first looking into this, I got curious about um, the etymology of the term queef. Yeah. I was like, is that Old English? Do we maybe Latin. get that from yeah. another Germanic language? Yeah, is that like, <laughs> did, is that a borrowed term from Chinese or something? <laughs> um, and what I found is that m- most likely, and I'm sure Kim and Kanye know more about this than I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they could weigh in if they're listening. But most likely, it comes from Scottish and or Northern English to quiff which means a puff of wind. Oh. So I, if that's correct, then I guess just any puff of wind is a any quiff. Any puff of you wind. Know. Okay. That's a quiff. And then that evolved into queef. I've done a lot of research into this. I'm on this Reddit thread. And a lot Peefy of people search. are saying that in the US, in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. it was either quiff or pussy fart. Whoa. And then when those people came of age, mm-hmm. like as our generation was coming up, it evolved into queef. So it went from quiff to queef. Okay. Anything's better than pussy, pussy fart. Yeah, this just sounds that's, really crass. Yeah. That's crude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would never can you imagine you're with you're with your girlfriend and it happens and then you say, Did you just Pussy fart. <laughs> You're sleeping on the couch. Or imagine if you get a hologram from your dead dad and he's like <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the term beefy. Whatever. <laughs> if you ever <laughs> I'm watching you whenever you hear pussy fart. <laughs> if somebody like sometime in the future gave me a dead dad hologram and my dad looked me in the eye and said I caused pussy farts (laughs) my significant other is single after that (laughs) whoa whoa, I'm crying that's funny oh my god god (laughs) <laughs> I wish. Ooh. We could do a whole podcast about um the the hologram cuz it yeah. It doesn't stop there, but <laughs> yeah, the part that piques my interest the most was the peefy. <laughs> yeah, that is probably the craziest part of it. If we maybe we can revisit the 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 rest of it in another episode. <laughs> oh. I think maybe um there's a peefy soundboard effect to be. <laughs> oh yeah, sound clip of him saying peefy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of low key. I feel bad laughing because I'm sure it means a lot. I to know. Her. But God, um, it's so funny to think that that's what he meant. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, 
that about wraps up uh, our news. Um, wow. Before I sign off, let me let me just say if you're uh, if you're voting today or if you're maybe in line listening mm-hmm. to this, good on you. Stay in line. Don't let anyone turn you away. If your name's not on the list, you can do a provisional ballot. So nobody can stop you from voting, uh, assuming you're eligible to vote. And if you're not planning on voting, which I assume most people are, mm-hmm. you know, most people in your audience. Um, but if you're not planning on voting, um, you know, this will affect your life going forward, even yeah. if you don't think it will. Um, so I would encourage you to get out there and vote. If you're listening to this when this episode comes out, you still got time. So Absolutely. Uh, but thanks, everyone, who is voting. Uh, I'm going to be sweating all day tomorrow. So we're all in this together. Yeah, fuck. I'm nervous. <laughs> Me too. But hey, um, keep keep your your peef your peefies peefed, <laughs> keep and we're peefing. gonna we're gonna be okay. <laughs> keep it peefy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Oh, whoa! I'm crying. We'll probably cut to an ad. Holy shit! This episode of Very Really Good is brought to you by the Ridge Wallet. That's right, they're sponsoring another episode. If you didn't know already, the Ridge Wallet is light, sleek, and industrial. You gotta stop using a big chunk of a wallet that awkwardly bulges in your back pocket, okay? That's just silly. The Ridge Wallet is small enough to fit right up front in your front pocket. My butt feels better, my back feels better, and it's all thanks to the Ridge Wallet. Switching from a regular wallet to a Ridge Wallet is like switching from a flip phone to a smartphone, you know? Like sure, a flip phone still works, but Smartphone makes so much more sense. Most people are still using wallets that were designed in the 90s, carrying around old receipts, gift cards, coupons, and a bunch of other junk in an unorganized mess. And that's weird, you know? Everything's evolving with the times. Shouldn't wallets do the same? Yes, they should, and they have, because of the Ridge Wallet. Are you still not convinced? Listen up. It holds up to 12 cards, plus room for cash. There's over 30 colors and styles, including carbon fiber, and burnt titanium. The durable materials means each wallet comes with a lifetime warranty lifetime this wallet's gonna stick with you through thick and thin okay but mostly thin because the wallet is is so small but don't just take my word for it okay ridge has over 30,000 five-star reviews so you know the product is top quality like i said in the previous ads i've been using the burnt titanium ridge wallet for the past few weeks and i just love it i love how it feels love how it looks if it's right in my front pocket and has everything i need for my day also the ridge wallet has rfid blocking technology so you can protect your hard-earned money while also protecting your hard-earned swag because it looks so good. And hey, you know what? The folks over at Ridge are so confident that you'll love it that they'll let you try it out for 45 days. And if you don't love it, you can send it right back. So if you want to give them a try, you can get 10% off today with free worldwide shipping and returns. And all you have to do is go to ridge.com slash Curtis C and use the discount code Curtis C. It's common courtesy. And the link is also in the description. So yeah, thank you so much to Ridge for sponsoring yet another episode of Very Really Good. Back to me. Damn, we're probably at fucking 40 something, dude. All right, I wanted to do a tier list. I don't know if we have time. And I wanted to do a PooTube segment, bro. Man, we were laughing about Peefy for so long. Uh, All right, bro, should I do some advice? Let's do some advice, huh? Should we do that? Huh? Let's do some advice, okay? Um, uh, we can do some advice. Uh, uh, Damn, I need a jingle for my advice segment. Jingle, jingle for my advice segment. My advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. Yeah. We're doing advice, okay? Shout out to Dylan for that themes for all these theme songs in the podcast and for fucking hooking up blood related, dude. He's the goat. Also, uh, if you need advice, very really good at gmail.com. Um again, I'm not very I'm not good at, at life. I'm not good at, you know, uh these things, but I, I try to give my best advice, man, and I try to have some fun along the way. <laughs> so uh Let's go. Um, Dude, I got to keep fucking... I got to remember to press these buttons more. What's this one again? Okay, yeah. All right, relax. Okay, here we go. Hey, Curtis. I'm a 16-year-old in high school, and I've recently been wanting to be more open about my interest and sense of style. Since I'm in alternative fashion and have interests that people would normally find cringe... I struggle with not being embarrassed, especially since I live in a town of rich preppy kids. Advice videos always say, just get over it or realize it's not a big deal. But as a big overthinker, that seems impossible. 
Plus, my mom always makes a big deal slash teases me about changing things. Although she means no harm, it makes me feel awkward. Any ideas on what I should do? Just get over it and realize it's not that big of a deal, okay? I'm kidding. That's so mean. Um, I mean, I get, yeah, I guess that's tough. I mean, what do you mean by alternative fashion and interests that find people cr- that people would find cringe? Are you like, are you a furry? If you're a furry, I understand people being like, well, maybe you shouldn't wear that to school. <laughs> well, maybe you're allowed. I don't know. Maybe that's okay. I don't know. But if it's like you wearing like a, I don't know, like a weird shirt, <laughs> then I I don't think it, why are people so mad at you, right? And honestly, dude, I, if people are trying to, are getting mad at you for, you know, just, you know, doubling down on what you love, then that's on them, you know? That's them being like, that's them being jealous that you are comfortable with yourself because they aren't, right? Because they're just doing what everyone else wants them to do what everyone else thinks they should do you know so if you're going if you're wearing like a shirt that i don't even know if you're wearing like a you know a a t-shirt tucked into your pants and then you pour spaghetti into the shirt so it's spaghetti all the way up and it's spaghetti like just falling out of your shirt then you can do that if you want right i mean sure people are gonna look at you weird and hopefully you change, you cook new spaghetti because then it'll get stinky. But is that what they mean when they say no spaghetti straps in school? You can't have a shirt full of spaghetti, okay? You're gonna spaghetti spaghetti in trouble, okay? You're gonna get in trouble, spaghetti in trouble, okay? Spaghetti. I'm getting off topic here. I think just do you. And you might even find people who also feel the same and you want, they want, and they fuck with the vibe. All right. As long as you find people that fuck with the vibe, then it's chill. And that's on the squad. (laughs) Okay. Hope that helps. Hey, Curtis, last year, this girl and I met through our soccer team. We got close during the season, but didn't have any classes together. This year we have two together. And in one of them, we're partners for a project. So we're spending a lot of time together. I didn't know her outside of soccer, but the more we talk, the more I see how conservative her views are. Whenever anything political is brought up, she only focuses on the legal side of things. She sees no problem with Trump and supports his administration. Uh... Oh, there's an alarm sound. Oh, bruh. Now, it's fucking too late. Um, she's even called sexual assault survivors attention seekers. Uh... Bruh. She's very close-minded and opinionated, which is frustrating because I like having conversations about current events and considering how much time we're spending together, soccer, and two classes together. It's hard staying friends with her knowing her views. Uh, I don't want to be friends, but I also don't want to argue and things be awkward. Should I ignore her political beliefs and keep being friends or say something when I disagree with her? Dude, talk your shit, all right? Fuck that, bro. I can't imagine being a teenager and being a conservative. Huh? That's not how it's supposed to be, right? Usually you think you're liberal when you're younger and then you're old, you're like, I'm set in my ways because I'm old as fuck. That's so weird, bro. And yeah, if, if she sees no problem with Trump and calls sexual assault survivors attention seekers, dude, talk your shit. Call them out, dude. Because that's fucked up, man. That's fucked attention uh makes me want to fucking throw up do not be friends with them dude fuck if you're in the same soccer team dude kick their shins <laughs> slide tackle them on their own town don't fucking care if they're on your team or not it's a game oh that's so weird it's, oh, it's obviously cuz i don't it's probably it's 100% cuz of their parents or fucking youtube algorithm showing them fucking like Alex Jones and a bunch of fucking propaganda, but yeah, talk your shit. All right. Don't, don't just be quiet or don't just, you know, ignore it. You know, those aren't political beliefs. Those are act beliefs that are like going against like well being of like fucking like people. So, um, 
Okay, I'll do okay, this next one. Okay, last one, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. But um, Okay, I have an issue. I think I'm in love with my professor. I can't stop thinking about him, and every day I literally cry thinking about him. I have no idea what the hell is happening to me, but, like, I want to marry this dude. He's in his 40s, and I'm 19. I know, WTF. Should I just suffer alone until my feelings dull down? Or is there any merit in pursuing like an email friendship with this man's? He's single and all. He's so sweet. Okay. Um, I, I would say to not do that. Uh, I think that's because one, that's a weird like, power dynamic to be in it's not very healthy i don't think um and also if he's in his 40s and dating a 19 year old ah, ah, that's why i gotta say that ah, you know you know you're young you you know maybe he's like he's you know he's obviously mature he's 40 um, his back hurts, you know, cause he, <laughs> dude, this guy's so perfect. His back is always in pain. So fucking old. No, I get it. You know, an older person is very different from the, you know, the, the guys that you're, you know, going to school with, I'm sure. And it's probably attractive, but you know, that's not gonna, you know, it's not going to work out well because a 40 year old dating a 19 year old, eh. <laughs> Very weird. I know you're over the 18, age of 18, but still. Dude, if I... If, like, my friend... If I had a friend who was, who was like, t- even, like, 25, and they were dating a 19-year-old, I'd be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Very different parts of your life. Pursuing an email friendship with this guy? Sure, that's fine, I guess. I don't know, dude. Personally, I don't think that's a good call. Maybe wait 10 years so you're 29 and he'll be 50. That's still weird. I don't know. (laughs) There's my answer. I don't know, dude. Oh, gosh. And if you're crying every day thinking about him? I don't know. I don't mean to crush shame you, but that's what I just did. Um, well, all right, should we wrap it up? We're almost gone for like an hour, bro. Um, thanks for watching. That was episode 119. Uh, you can, you know, rate and review if you're listening, like, comment if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to the pod. Whatever happens with the election today, uh, good luck. It's scary, but I'm hoping for the best. And uh, yeah, get out and vote if you can. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. I've been Curtis Connor, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Where's applause? <laughs> Bye.